The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Young, back on the mic again, a.k.a. Mr. I think I've got constant cramp now in my right calf, a.k.a. Mr. I've fixed my loud fan, so if you can't hear it, can you tell it's much quieter this week, a.k.a. Mr. a.k.a. A.K.A. Young. Yes, I have accidentally fallen asleep twice today while I was going to be doing other things. Just because I'm ridiculously tired. A.K.A. Your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time for another episode of your mother's favourite podcast, Tired and Inspired. How's it going? Uh, I'm using the handheld microphone again. I'm thinking, actually, just going forward, I might just continue using this handheld microphone because I like it more. I might continue using it until, drum roll please, until Christina comes back over at the end of this month, early next month, and we start doing podcasts together, and we have to have two microphones. Wouldn't that be nice? Um... More on that later. Uh, Now, you have to ask yourself, with the tone of voice that I have right now and the way I am going about this podcast, you have to ask yourself this one question. Do you think, do you think I'm wearing a cap? Can you just tell from the tone of voice that I have, from the way that I've set out this podcast so far, do you think that I am wearing a Boston Red Sox cap. Because if that's what you think, if you heard my voice, if you heard me say, what's up, what's up, what's up, and you thought, sounds a bit different, sounds a bit more laid back, sounds a bit more, cool, a bit more relaxed this week than normal. I wonder if he's wearing a cap of a particular sports team where near where his girlfriend resides over in the United States. Then you, my friend, are this week's winner. I don't know what you win, but you win. I'm wearing a cap. I don't normally wear a cap. Not much of a hat guy. Used to wear woolly hats when I had really long hair. Because I liked the way that my hair would spill out from underneath the hat. I'm not really much of a cap guy. Because I've got a fat head. And not many caps fit my fat head. However. This evening. Had to run out and run an errand. One single errand. My hair's messy. Haven't had a shower today. Pop the cap on. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. The thing is, when I wear caps, is they don't they don't necessarily fit my head as much as it just kind of rests on the top of my head and just covers my hair, but also then just makes my head and face look like three inches longer than it should be. You know what I mean? You don't know what I mean. Shut up. Um. Well, what a week it's been. 
what a week it's been. If you listen to this and you came to, in fact, I know some of you did come to the Hive Mind Show Independent because a lot of you complimented, not a lot of you, but some of you complimented the podcast and said you enjoyed the podcast. So thank you very much. Um, but fucking hell, we sold out Hive Mind to Nowhere and Shallow, sold out Independent. That's me giving myself a round of applause. We sold out independent on the day. On the day, tickets on the door, sold out, full capacity, front uh, main room at independent upstairs. Wow. And look, as thankful as I am, as thankful as I am to all the people that came. And it wasn't just Hive Mind, to no way in Shallow House. Also have people there, but also we're all friends. So, you know, it's all it's collective. This is why you have support bands. Very thankful for everybody that came and stuck around. Everybody stuck around to the end as well. It was the hottest gig I ever played. We were sweating. I literally, literally took four T-shirts to the gig. I had to change clothes that many times. And I'm glad I did because I needed them all. So thankful for everybody that came. After the gig... I got home, and I felt underwhelmed. And look, I'm telling you this because this is my podcast, and I know that I don't have the audience that if, like, Hivemind had a podcast. Not that I'm saying Hivemind are fucking huge or anything, but, you know, a select number of people listen to this, and you guys know me very well, right? So, after the gig, I felt really, really underwhelmed. And it's because it all felt a bit too easy. Now, when I had my... My Jack Fox headline show at uh, Little Buildings in Newcastle over Easter. You guys know how hard I fucking slaved over that to try and get everything right and putting content together, doing radio interviews. I put a song out. I did a gig burnt the day before. B-side, music video, all that shit. Hive Mind released our song Fire, Fire, Fire. I'm going to tell you right now, as of Tuesday the 2nd of August at almost 9.30pm, uh, when it loads on my phone. Uh, Fire has had, I'm not going to give you the exact number, but it's had six and a half thousand streams on Spotify. Yes, we're on some playlists. That's the name of the game these days. That's not just people, pure people coming to us for streams, right? We've on some playlists, and that's that's fine. It's just the name of the game for Undersigned Bands this evening. Six and a half thousand streams on our new song. Sold out independent, our, our, the, the best music venue in our, where, our, where we're based in Sunderland. Look, i got to blow my own trumpet for a second. I'm sorry, I just have to. I just have to. It all felt so easy. I had no sleepless nights. I had no days where I felt sick and I didn't eat anything like I did with my, with the Jack Fox gig. I had no staying up late till five o'clock in the morning thinking of content ideas, thinking of stuff that I could do that might appeal to people to come along. We just said, here's a gig. We put a little, some little, you know, the bare minimum amount of content out, some cool videos here and there. Here's a song. Here's a gig. Six and a half thousand streams, a sellout show, it was just it just felt too easy. And look, this will bite me in the arse because the next gig we do, the next song we release, I'll get 10 streams and the next gig we do, fucking nobody will come. That's the name of the game. I appreciate it. But for right now, 
for the 2nd of August. I'm coming personally, Jack Fox, I'm coming off the back of a weekend at the stand where one of the gigs I had to cut my set short and cut jokes out because people were laughing so much I couldn't speak so more. And then my band releases a song, 6,500 streams in a week. And then we sell out our hometown gig at Independent. Cut. Hear this sound. Listen to this sound. That's me patting myself on the back, motherfucker. And look, yes, I'm patting myself on the back. But this is you guys. What you guys tune in every week. You guys listen to, listen to me every week. You guys know the high money. You guys come to the gigs. You say you listen to the podcast as well. We're coming to the gigs. You want to come? You, you blow up my shit on social media when I put I upload a joke on there. You share it and stuff. Anything like that. Even if you don't come to the gigs, anything like that helps. So this is a thank you. To, this is a well done to me and a thank you to you guys. And I'm still wearing a fucking cap. And yes, I'm wearing headphones over the top of it. Because that's just how your fucking boy gets down. Listen, when you start selling out venues, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You understand where I'm coming from? We played so well, man. We did We did a new... And this isn't even like suck my own dick. This is just I'm proud... To be in a band, I love my band. I love the guys in my band so much. We're like a family, and everybody says that. We're like a family. We fight. We get on each other's nerves. We also have uh, the highest of like like after this gig, I was on the highest of high. Was people were selling merch, taking photographs. It was just just the fucking best. It's it's the best and also the hardest and the most satisfying and the most hard work you'll put in your life. But it's so good. Um, we played so well. That's what, what I'm saying. Like we played so well. We practiced a lot, and we tried a lot, and we played so well. We played a new song. We played a cover. We played. We played a new song that we're probably going to release soon because we've also recorded it in the studio, and people were singing the words. We haven't released this song yet. We've played it live a few times, and people were singing the words. We also played a, a new song which we haven't played live yet, so we're debuting this at the show. But we played a song that isn't released yet. People were singing the words back to us, and we there was hard. There was very minimal mistakes. We were all very comfortable. It was hot. But we were all very comfortable on stage. We should be fucking headlining festivals, man. And look, I'm telling you, this will come back to bite me in the ass when next week I'm complaining about the fact that nobody's, you know, after the next hive my gig, nobody's bought any CDs or whatever the fuck. I'm t- this is just the way it goes. But for now, just let me enjoy it. I'm proud of what we've done. A sell. We only found out this morning that was a sellout after Independent added all the tallies up and everything. But a sellout on the day, a sellout at capacity. Very proud of myself, very proud of my band, and very, very thankful to everybody that came along. And if you listen to this and you were at the gig, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The vibe in the room, the energy in the room was fucking great. It was sweaty, it was hot, everybody was enjoying themselves, and that's the fucking main thing. So everybody had a good time, everybody stayed safe, everybody got down, dirty, danced, kissed, spat, loved, pissed, shat, drank, ate, it's all good. Thank you. And now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by joining a band. Do you feel like arguing with people who might be your family but aren't quite your family? Do you want to follow up text messages three times a day and make sure everybody's read the messages? 
that you want to try joining a band right now. Seriously, throw all your money away and join a band. All right, while I've got you here tonight on the 4th, I'm in Red Car supporting Clinton Baptiste. That's from Phoenix Knights, but it's already sold out. So forget about that. We're looking ahead. The 13th at Garden Lane in South Shields. I'm opening for my good brother, Sam Thomas. And then on the 19th, the Any Rise and Open Mic Final at Little Buildings. The two days after that, on the 21st, Hive Mind have a co-headline show with Culpa, also at Little Buildings. I realise it's a lot to take on, but they're all gigs coming up, and I'll talk about them all later. Okay, coming to a show, love you, bye. I realise it's a lot to talk about, I've got a lot going on, but I just feel like I've got a lot going on, it feels like sometimes I've got more going on, but I've got a lot going on in the contest time, and then of course, like I mentioned before, Christian is coming over in the August, I've got to test all that out, do see what I'm doing with that one. <laughs> But the other thing, gigs I got coming up, I got a Jack Fox show on the 13th in South Shields. I'll be really fun with my voice to Thomas. And then the vinyl the little buildings are really good. And then another like, oh, headline show at Hype. And I'm going to sell it out of the little buildings as well. And we're back. We are back up in this bitch. Yeah, we've got a few gigs coming up. It's all good. Uh, the one in Shields I'm really, really looking forward to. Sam Thomas, myself, Richard Ayton, uh, Ali D, and Ethan. Really looking forward to that. It's a lot of that's an array of talent in South Shields. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, then the Eddie Rising Open Mic Final. I got I got to the uh, the final of that comp. Uh, I kind of cheated it because I just do drive a car with your eyes closed. That's a cheat code, but we'll do that again. It'll be fun. And then the cool headline show with Highman. Hopefully we'll sell this one out as well. Then we've sold out shows in Sunderland and Newcastle. That'll be fucking sick. Anyways, whatever, man. Um. Right, what have I got to talk about here? Because I'm already running out of time. I also haven't ate any dinner yet, and it's half nine and I'm hungry, so I'm going to get to eat soon. So it's going to be a short one. Um, uh, so the England women's team, I, I'm not going to go into too much football detail, but the England women's football team won the women's Euros, and that's fucking great. Again, the, this is the proud episode. This is the, I'm a proud boy. I'm not gonna. Wait, should I call the episode "Proud Boy"? I might do. I don't know. <laughs> this next bit, I think it be cancelled anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, the England women's team. I'm a very proud boy. This episode, I'm proud of my band. I'm proud of myself for what we've accomplished. I'm proud. I'm a proud owner of a fucking thick, fat, juicy cock, and I'm proud. It's got nothing to do with anything. I just wanted to say it, and I'm proud of the England women's football team for winning the Euros. That's really cool. Good on them. They're a very good team of young football players, and they should be. They've done something which England, England as a country, have failed to do, but especially England women's uh, football have failed to do. And it's they've made history, and good for them. Good for them, and I'm buzzing as a football fan. I'm buzzing. However, oh, you know that was coming. You knew that was coming, wasn't it? And I'm not trying. To make this a men versus women's debate. Because it's not. But can we stop saying shit like what the men couldn't do, the women have done. Because the men lost in the Euros final of the men's competition and the women won in the women's final of the women's competition. I would pay very good money to see the England women's football team 
against the men's Italian football team in the final of a European Cup. And then we'll see if the women can do what the men can't do. And I've seen a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of people who were saying when the men's Euros tournament was on, when everyone, all my friends, me included, a lot of my friends who have known and watched football for a long, all their lives, like me, and, you know, we were all very excited for the Euros, England did very well, we didn't expect it. I, in my life, if, it was around the time my dad died as well, so if England had fucking won the Euros, I would have been too much for me. But to see England get to a major tournament final, I was a proud boy. And I've seen a lot of people, more, let's be honest, mostly on Twitter and also Facebook, saying things like, I can't understand why people like football. It's just 22 overpaid prima donnas chasing a bag of air around a field. That are now, how are the lasses? Come on, the lionesses. So proud of you. Can't believe he's done it. He's made history. Pick a side. Pick a side. People can like whatever they want to like. I don't... Me, personally, I do not give a fuck. If you don't like men's football and only like women's football, hats off to you. Not this hat, because I'm wearing this hat because I'm rocking it. But shout out to you. If you only like women's football, if you only like women's competitive sports, shout out to you. Me, personally, if we're being honest, didn't really take that much interest in the women's Euros. I find it... The game itself is slower and there's less skill to it. I'm not being a fucking dickhead saying that. It's just factual. I watched the final. I'm very proud England won the final. That's great. I'm a proud boy. But I didn't watch the whole tournament as in, as intensely as I watched the male game. It's just because that's just what I like. I also watch Seinfeld religiously every night. But people prefer Friends. They're wrong, but good for them. It's not, I don't care what gender you are, if you're gay, if you, I know that I sound like I'm backtracking, well, I've got black friends, I'm not right, like, it's not, it's not one of them, right, I just don't give a fuck, but it's the hypocrisy of people who say they hate, I saw, I saw a friend of, friend of mine, a guy that I know, let's say, who I used to be in bands with ages ago, Retweeted something onto my timeline that said something. But this is not verbatim. Don't I don't uh, somebody some influencer tweeted it that said. Um, Turns out I didn't find football boring. All along the problem was men. I mean, come the fuck on, come the fuck on. Look, enjoy the women's game. Be proud for the girls that have won. It's fucking amazing. They've made history. They've played... The beat Germany... The women's... The German women's football team have never lost a final in their history. They've played eight finals, won eight. Now they've played nine, won eight, lost one to England. England... The England women's football team should be commended on their football skills alone. They should, shouldn't be compared to the men's team. This is what I mean. This is a this is a proud episode. 
I'm proud of myself. And I, I'm trying to throw caveats in the way. Oh, well, it was an, you know, oh, we're still not independent. Well, you know, it was on a Saturday night and uh, there was no football on and it was a nice day and was, drinks were cheap. No, no, people wanted to come see my fucking band, man. People wanted to come see a rock show. Stop throwing caveats in the way. Nothing to do with men. These England women's footballers are very good at playing the game of football and are the best team in Europe. Leave the fucking men out of it. What's it got to do with it? The hypocrisy is so annoying. Like, you rarely see people sticking up for footballers. Unless it's now the England women's football team, apparently. But English male, male football... Most of sport is losing, <laughs> right? There's only really there's only one winner, whether it's a team or a singular person or whatever. So the mental strength already to be a professional sports person is fucking mind blowing to me. Because if I do one bad gig, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to kill myself instantly. So it's you know what I mean. But the abuse that must get on social media, like the fucking when Marcus Rashford and Saka and uh, Jaden Sancho missed the penalties in the penalty shootout, the racism online was disgusting. And now the England women's football team win the Euros for the first time ever against one of the best teams ever, Germany, and it's like, oh, the men are shit. Hang about. That's disrespect not only to the men's football team, who didn't do anything other than reach a final for the first time since 1986, and the women's football team who just won the fucking European tournament. I think I'm trying to make too many points at once here. My brain's getting too hyperactive. But just give them the applause and the recognition that the England women's team deserve, rightly so, and just leave the fucking men out. I'm sure if you asked Beth Mead and Lucy Bronze and the other England women's football team, would you like to be compared to the men's football team every five minutes? No. I'm sure, of course they wouldn't. They want to be recognised by themselves. And it's great going forward for the women's game. has been a huge push over the last, I don't know, what, year or so for more inclusion in the women's game. And it's great. It's honestly, it's really great. Just don't bring, just don't say well done, lasses, but men are shit. Like, imagine thinking your problem with football is men. Like, like, <laughs> look, I'm sorry, you can't pit. Who was who was was it? Beth Mead did she win the player of the tournament against like Lionel Messi? You just can't. It's two different games. Just scientifically, the way men's built and whatever, you just you can't pit them against each other. Stop saying men are the problem with men's international football, you fucking idiot. Or stop saying men are the problem with women's international football after the fucking England women's team have just made history by winning the fucking European tournament. It's fucking ridiculous. And imagine just, just, just for one second. Imagine if the men's women, if the if the men's England football team had beaten Italy in the final, which we should have, but that's that's football, that's just how it goes, and won the Euros, and then Germany had beaten the England women's football team, and England women's had lost, and imagine if if me and my friends started tweeting shit like. Oh, there we go. The men winning once again, doing something what the women couldn't do. I realised all along my problem with football wasn't that it was boring. It was just the women. Imagine. 
And I'm still aware of the, you know, the pay divide and equal pay and all that stuff. I'm not getting into any of that conversation. I don't know nearly enough about it. I'm not getting into it. I have my thoughts on it, but fuck you if you're getting them. I don't know anything enough. I don't know anything about running a football club in terms of men and women's equal pay and all that shit. I'm not getting into that. I'm talking about the hypocrisy online. 90, 70% of the comments I saw were something about the men's team. When this was an, an, a momentous occasion, and we as a nation should be very proud that the women brought it home, finally. Well done, lasses. Fucking hell. This is going to get me cancelled, isn't it? Um, still wearing a hat. Feels good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's probably enough. I'll save. I'll save some other stuff for the next time, maybe. Um, well, thanks for tuning in. Sorry for fucking rambling. I had more stuff to talk about, but I just went in a fucking mad one about the England women's team. But well done to the England women's. Well done to me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Listening to this. Well done to me. Shout out to me for being fucking mint. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. But um, thank you so much for coming to the Hive Mind Show. Those that did, and whoever came to see me at the stand as well means a lot. Um, gigs coming up supporting Clinton Baptiste uh, Thursday, but sold out like I say in Red Car. Um, then South Shields Jack Fox rap set on the thirteenth. Then another Jack Fox rap set on the nineteenth in Newcastle, and then a Hive Mind co-headline show. On the 21st, which is also me Ma's birthday. Um, but do come see a show, if you'd like. Give me a shout, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you some more information about more dates and stuff. Um, and come see a show. Uh, keep streaming the new Hive Mind song. Stream my stuff as well, if you must. Uh, and I guess I'll see you next week. Uh, I'm looking forward to Christina coming over. All right, okay. Take care. Tell a friend. And... Pet your pet for us. Send us videos of the Tristan listening. Alright, okay, love you. Love you. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. Football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. It's football's coming home. Three lines on a shirt, jewels remain still gleaming. Thirty years of hurt, it's coming. Never stop believing. Three lines. <laughs>